Alright, welcome back y'all to Pizzas here. Um, we're gonna have an interesting one today, given that in the last week the hockey world exploded, uh, Vigilante gonna say your name? was taken over Twitter. Uh, I mean, they know, they know, they know Will. They, they don't know who, know who I'm Jake. Yeah, my, I'm the yeah. Sam. I don't know if y'all, y'all might hear this on the podcast. Everything just kind of crashed a minute. I'm Joey. Everyone knows Joey because he's the only one that yells and says, Fuck you every three seconds. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, see? Alright, so now you know who Joey is. Alright, we're working yelling? on we're working on getting face cams for the pod so that you guys can tell who's who better, you know, because it's hard it's hard to get through, you know, knowing who each of our handsome voices is. But <clears throat> yeah, so starting off with hockey. I mean, you know, you guys knew it was coming. The entire league's been talking about it every day since it happened. Uh, last week, we all know what happened with Tom Wilson. He uh, was punching what's-his-face on the ground in the prone position. <laughs> then Panarin jumps on Tom Wilson's back, and somehow, with sh sheer strength, Tom Wilson gets up off of the ground with two men on his back, throws Panarin against a wall, throws him to the ground by his That's hair, not what happened, but <laughs> picks him up, punches him, throws him back to the ground, if I'm correct, but you know you get the basic gets idea out of flamethrower burns him there on the yeah. ice then takes out a machine gun kills <laughs> three, everyone else on the ice takes out a hand grenade and blows up the jumbotron him. can you guys roasted roasted panarin's child in a burning flame pit you know you know yeah. assault whatnot can you anyway literally fuck so, james okay. dolan's wife in front all of jokes him. aside all jokes aside how we're gonna start off with our own thoughts and opinions on the situation. We all know that Wilson was not suspended for this situation. He was only fined yeah, what, like fine five thousand dollars? A hefty fine of five thousand bucks with a you know multi-million dollar contract. Boo hoo! But we're gonna go down the line and talk about our own thoughts about it. You know, do we think he was dealt with correctly? How do we feel about it? And going so forward, so uh, whoever so whoever would like to start off I'll quickly with this. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. That's some bullshit I have ever seen in my life. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it for everybody here. I do not feel well right now, so you're gonna see me basically not care. Yeah, you're a little quiet. Yeah, for once. Um, oh, feel better. Basically, I was one of the people that was like, you should just suspend Wilson for a game, maybe three, just to get this, to give them a reason to not do what they did the next game, which was create a goddamn melee and. Cause more problems. Yeah, we're not complaining about that, though. Well, they're not complaining yeah. about that. They said that the, what they the ranger statement was this malicious the malicious act of violence, and then they like basically <laughs> yeah yeah go ahead. That was we my better buddy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna stop for a commercial break, everybody. Uh, thanks for following Ciao, our Austria. sponsors. Ciao, Austria pizza. It's the good this, uh, this episode is sponsored by Joey's dad. No, uh. He's a good one. He's a good one. Um. It's Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, this episode sponsored by Mother's Day. Tell all your mothers happy Mother's Day. Yeah, Mother's uh, Day, I'm single. You know, none of us would be anything without our mothers, so make sure to appreciate them today and every day. Or if you're like my mom, just, right. you know. Continue, Joe. Wonder, continue, continue, Joe. If you're like my mom, just wonder how I'm alive. Um, but... Anyways. Like, the, the Rangers statement was malicious acts of violence that Wilson's committed, but then they basically told six of their players to go out to the ice and try to kill a capital. Like, that was the weirdest thing. Like, it, and then, of course, before all of that, their GM and president got fired, which, like, <laughs> you can't write. Like, listen, if, if you were to tell 2015, Joey, right after we got eliminated by Derek Stepan, 
that in six years' time, Tom Wilson would cause all of this chaos and commotion to the Rangers, I don't think I would be more happy about this. The way that it's happened is fucked up, but the, the, the results have been more or less perfect. Like, the Rangers have now fucked over their vision because their GM is now gone, and they're making Chris Drury, who's, like, famous for literally... Like, his most famous thing Chris Drury ever did was, like, kill somebody on the ice with a hit. Um... If you, y'all, if you don't remember that hit, it was, uh, look up the Umberger hit. At Chris Drury, uh, Umberger hit. It was awesome. Um, but the biggest thing for me that people need to realize is that Department of Player Safety has been absolute dog shit this year. Um, yeah. it's, they've been terrible. Like, legitimately terrible. They have done the worst things possible. I'm going to go ahead and spoil it for y'all. Um, I don't think Wilson injured Panarin. I think Panarin was dealing with an injury. I think, I think Wilson, yeah. I think maybe getting into a fight aggravated it, but I don't think Wilson was the one that caused the injury. Panarin was probably... They fighting. also want to sell it, so it looks worse. Panarin yeah. probably had an injury and was fighting through it because of the playoff situation, but after that game, when they got eliminated, they were like, alright, let's just rest him. We're not going to risk it. And they chose to make that decision. Yeah. Um, I really... And if you're wondering why they didn't suspend it for anything with Panarin, it's because that's technically a fight in the rule books for the NHL. So when you fight someone, unless you like punch them while they're down, which I don't think Wilson did to Panarin, unless I was mistaken, he just kind of threw him down a couple times. Um, but a lot of people did that in that melee. I don't think they wanted to give a punishment for that because basically then it would it would take away one of the things in the NHL, which is fighting, and like it would, it's yeah. like something they market, and like they can't lose that, so they're just not going to do that. Wilson should have been suspended a game though for the punch in the back of the head of Buchnevich. Um, but then you see Crosby getting the same thing two days later. It's not the same thing. It's, it's like a little, that was horse. It was shit. like similar, like thing that happened. Basically, two guys were scrumming, and Crosby threw Konechny over his shoulder and started like jabbing his stick into the back of his head. Like it, it was, it was bad. Should have been suspended. He didn't even get a fine. But then Gossetier does something and gets suspended two games. It's hypocrisy. It's the Department of Player Safety is some bullshit. Um, I do agree with the Rangers statement saying that whoever who's in charge of the Department of Player Safety, what's his name? George Paros. George Paros. Paros. He's fucking god awful at his job. He needs to be fired. He's, oh, or is Paros, whatever. He's, he, he's I don't know. god awful at his yeah. job. He's, he's mishandled this All entire right. season, especially when the season not only has you know the regular like fact that you know people are skating on murder blades, going at 100 miles per hour in each other with vicious, with vicious intent. You also have COVID. He's mishandled all of this, and the fact that he still has a job is shocking to me. And the NHL defending him by, let's be honest, I'm not going to lie to you. I think the GM and president were fired because of that statement. It's not because of the direction the organization was taking. I know James Dolan is a bit of a cheap ass and a bit of an impatient fuck, but I don't think he would do something that stupid when they put out a statement saying they were rebuilding. Like, it's, I think they got fired because of that statement, and I think the Department of Player Safety is getting, like, straight up defended for some bullshit this whole season. They are, like, literally full of shit. They're literally, like, so stupid. Like, Connor McDavid yeah. straight up elbowing someone as clean as day yeah. gets nothing. Yeah, it's pretty clear that they make they play favoritism a lot and turn a blind eye to other people, but then make it pretty clear and evident when other people do things and act on it accordingly, you know. So, so my opinion with the Wilson thing, you know, I agree with Joe. Whereas, uh, you know, like I've said on Twitter before, I feel like there's a, you know, it's, it's not like a strict fine line with what's okay and what's not when it comes to these things. But, you know, just off of, you know, what you see, I feel like there's a, 
there's a line between what's acceptable and what's not, especially nowadays when every sport is, you know, kind of babied up a little bit to protect people, especially hockey and football, you know, where there's head injuries involved so often, you know, especially nowadays things are, you know, less accepted because of protecting for that. But, you know, when that happened, there was what, four games left in the season. I feel like, I, you know, just like context, like context, like with four games left in the season, I think, I definitely think Wilson should have been suspended for at least one game. Let's get that out of the way. You know, there's, there's acceptable things when it comes to fighting and whatnot. Do we all agree on that, that he should have been suspended? I, I, at least I, one I, game. Yeah, at least. I think, I, think and I truly think I'm it should have been more. I'm part of the opinion that says if you suspend yeah, him for so, like I, should, I also think it should have been more. Yeah, so, so I think if, if I was, you know, in the position to handle that, I would have just suspended him for the last four games of the season. Yeah. Just, you know, like, because playoffs is right there, you know. If you suspend him for four games, we were already pretty much a lock for the playoffs. It's not like the Caps are going to give a shit. Not to mention the one time when he was suspended for seven games, we went 7-0. and So I, I don't think Cavs fans really would have given a shit if he was suspended for four games because we're already going to the playoffs. Who cares? But I think I think it should have been a suspension for at least one or two games minimum. But I think four games just would have made sense because then the Rangers wouldn't have given a shit like they did. They would have been, okay, he got punished. You know, we're mad about it, obviously, but it was handled correctly. And then, you know, like Joey said, then that brawl, the next game – wouldn't have been as big of an issue not but you know i i didn't mind it watching hathaway beat the shit out of somebody two seconds into a game that was kind of entertaining for me you know seeing lars eller and Haglin getting fights that was pretty funny but lars eller's second career fight yeah but so yeah. but like joey said like we you know said before the dpos has been some cock this year so far <laughs> you know they 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 pay attention when certain people do things you know, and I'm okay with that, like them paying attention to people and punish them accordingly. But the issue is that they need to keep that same level of, you know, you know, seriousness when other people do things like Sidney Crosby slamming, connecting his head into the ground repeatedly and not letting him get up. That also is across the line and shouldn't be allowed. That should be punished accordingly as well. That should be a suspension. Mm -hmm. Same yeah. thing with Bitch Nevich, you know, cross checking. Man, Bitch yeah, you like that. Bitch Nevich literally, literally, literally cross-checking Anthony Mantha, who was not even involved in the play. He gave him a couple love taps on the leg. Boo-hoo, that happens every second of every game ever. He he just flat out turns around and just punch cross-checks him in the face. Was, I mean, I get it's because of his height, but it's just kind of funny how he had to jump into that just to hit Mantha in the head. Yeah, but, I mean, like, <laughs> I just that, too, so. you know, like, even, like, like outside of being a Caps fan, if I see that, no matter who the player is, it could be, it could be anybody. If you're cross-checking someone, forcefully punching them in the face with your the shaft of your stick, I mean, that's unacceptable. That should be a suspension, also. And then you know, you know, we see McDavid do things sometimes. Like he elbowed the dude in the face. He nearly practically elbowed the dude in the head the one time. I mean, he's done it multiple times. But the DPOS isn't going to do anything because he's Connor McDavid. You know, I, I don't think that's fair. I don't, you know, I feel like it does. It shouldn't matter who you are as a player, even if you're a star or the worst player on the fourth line. If you do something that's punishable, it should be punished the same league-wide. But, you know, Bichnevich got suspended for a game. That's good. You know, Wilson should have been suspended at least one game. I think even as Caps fans, all four of us can agree on that. But the DPOS needs to get their shit together and be consistent with their Fire punishments and attention to everybody. Fuck. Because yeah, uh, I mean, if they if they genuinely care about player safety, then they would 
punish everything the same, but they don't. Just let Charlie be the guy. Just let him go in there and be like, every time, every yeah. time you punish someone, you just have to get into a room, be locked in there for three minutes with Zidane Char, or you can do whatever you want. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Rangers I fans, if you're listening, um, I like that you guys showed respect on when TJ Oshie's father passed away. By the way, Rip Coach Osh, that you know, we all loved yeah. him. It's a very sad thing. It was a beautiful moment watching Oshie and his father celebrating after the cup. My grandma has Alzheimer's, so you know, I know how how nice that would be and how much that would mean to him. So it's nice that he got to share that with him. So Rip yeah. Coach Osh, and thank you Rangers for showing respect to that. You know, that that's you know respectable. So thank you for that. Sorry y'all didn't make the playoffs, but whatever. All right. So next topic. I think we all, you know, we're good with that. Are we good with that, guys? I think we, yeah, I think we mainly uh, agree on a lot. I, we, we all agree I, I, I think you should have been suspended a lot longer, I'm going to be honest. Um, How much I do like, you think? I mean, it, like, if, say, hypothetically, they made him miss a, a couple games in the first round of the playoffs, I would not have any complaints. Yeah, I could understand that. You have to consider the fact that, like, Crosby, they should have given him three or four games for what he did. If we say Crosby should have gotten three or four games, we have to consider the fact that Wilson does, in fact, have a history. I don't think the hit on Carlo was worth seven games, but he has a lot of questionable decisions that he's made yeah. on the ice. And I'm not questioning his off-the-ice character, but on the ice, to be yeah. honest, a lot like, that hit things. on Sunquist, I've watched that back a lot. That was just so terrible. Yeah, a lot like of that was awful. I know that was a while ago, but that hit was horrendous. And the point I'm making, no reason they shouldn't like happen. Like they like there was just points in games. The Zach Austin Reese hit, like to this day, I will, I'm gonna watch that hit Zach right now. Austin Reese hit to this day, I will say it was a hockey play. It was just bad luck. Like it really was bad luck. A lot of bad luck. Like I don't think Wilson went with that hit, going like I'm gonna kill this midget and let him like break his jaw. He was going to hit him. Because he's a fucking hockey player. And I guess it just was really bad luck because, as we know, Tom Wilson is big. And Zach Austin Reese is not exactly as big as Tom Wilson. It was a bad luck play. I thought the suspension was... Yeah, the Sunquist hit wasn't the, that bad. The I'm suspension, sorry. though, he, he turned was it. just... To this day, I think I agree with every Tom Wilson suspension except that one. That one should not have fucking happened. Which one? The Zach Austin Reese suspension. That was fucking stupid. Oh. That was fucking stupid. There was no reason... To do that, Tom Wilson had not made any malicious plays the entire playoffs, the entire season, honestly. He had been playing one of his best seasons, a clean season, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, this fucker needs to get suspended three games. Like, why? What did he do? He just accidentally broke some dude's jaw. Last time I checked, that happens all the fucking time. Like, people accidentally get hurt. I think it was genuinely an accident, and the Part NHL the overblew it and basically created this nonsensical you know, cycle of hell we all with Tom Wilson thinking he's dirty. I don't think Z I'm not blaming Zach Austin Reese either. It's not like I'm telling him, you need to grow, you short fuck. No, I'm just saying it was unlucky. And now we've gotten to this nonsensical drama of every time Tom Wilson delivers a hit, we're like, oh, we're that dirty? We're that dirty? Like, we we don't yeah. need to be in this, this constant cycle of hell. And that's the hit that's basically the, the nexus cause of all of it. Like, genuinely. Like, that's the first time I think national media was like, alright, what the fuck's up with Tom Wilson? And I'm like, it was a fucking accident. Like, it was such an accident. But then, of course, he decided to be even a bigger fucking idiot and go ahead and try to kill Oscar Sunquist. And then he also went out and hit the... Car like, the Carlo hit, I don't think... Like, most of the time, bad. when you see dirty hits, like, 
sometimes they're just straight up accidents. Like they just, it's just kind of like last night with yeah. Obe Kubel and Wilson. Like it was just straight up Kubel and Wilson looked up and were like basically already locking knees. And it was like, well, let's hope we don't die. And that's kind of how hits happen. Like that's just kind of how shit rolls. And accidents do happen in the NHL. Like you want to say they didn't do it on accident. Well, shit. I mean, tell me this. If you're going like 12, 15 miles per hour on skates, and you all of a sudden look up at a guy who's about three to four feet away from you, and you got basically a split second to make a decision, and you accidentally clip him a little bit. Like, I'm, are you going to want people to think, oh, you did that on purpose? Like, that's that's yeah. the thing, which makes it hard for Department of Public Safety because you're like, was it an accident? Was it not? But there are obvious situations they can crack down on. Like, when, like, like one of the easiest penalties to crack down on is boarding. Like, to board someone... As badly as some people have been boarded, including Lars Eller, like, this season, yeah, you can crack down on that super easily. You can crack down on that so much easier. You can make this penalty so much more defined. Uh, cross-checking, or doing what Crosby and, I guess, Wilson did. You can crack down on that stuff, and you can make it more knowing. Elbowing. To elbow someone as purposeful as Connor McDavid did, like, you have to, t- you yeah. have to make that clear. That's not okay. Yeah. You have to. I don't care who the fuck Connor McDavid is. You have to make that. Shouldn't decision. matter who you are. If Alex Ovechkin yeah. did that shit, I would be upset at Ovechkin. I don't think people realize that. Yeah. And it, people who are making, oh, well, Connor McDavid has to carry this fucking team. He does. No, he doesn't. It doesn't matter. I don't. It doesn't care. matter. I don't care that he has to carry this fucking yeah. AHL level squad around him. That's the fucking management's fault, not his, not mine, not anybody else's. He chose to make that elbow yeah. play. You have to be held responsible. And I think the same thing with Wilson. If Wilson makes dumb decisions, he deserves dumb responsibility to be held upon. He needs to be held responsible. Which is why the easiest way out of this was to suspend him for one and or four games. It was one or four, in my opinion. You're not going to get away with two or three. One, so that it avoids the Rangers fiasco. Or four, so that it looks like he did something. And then the Rangers don't release that statement. They don't have the massive brawl with Kachuzdevich suspended. All that stuff is avoided. Department of Player Safety could have saved a lot of time and problems, and they just chose not to. And that's just appalling that they've chosen all season long to do this. And if you're, and like I said before, George Carl should be ashamed of himself. He really should be for how he's let the season get out of control. Yeah. All right. Do we want to move on to the next Let's do it, next subject? It's even more depressing than this one. Yeah. All right. Well, you're muted, by the way, if you don't know. But um. Yeah, I know. All right, so next subject is uh, my boy Evgeny Kuznetsov. Uh, we've all seen what's been going on with him. First, him and Sansonov, Samsonov sorry, were scratched from a game because they were both, what, late to a meeting or something like that? Mm-hmm. Or late to some team? Something, yeah. Some team thing they were late to, and then they were scratched that night. And then a few days later, Kuznetsov was placed on the COVID protocol list. And, you know, there hasn't been a statement released or anything said about it, so we don't know exactly why. But he has been on the COVID list as of recently. And, you know, there's just been a lot of drama surrounding him and issues off the ice and on the ice. A lot of Cavs fans are apparently starting to get fed up with him. I mean, people have been starting to get, you know, like disliking of him since, you know, last year or even the beginning of this year. Just, you know, him being inconsistent on the ice. You know, I've, I love the guy as a player, and, you know, he's hilarious, but, you know, I can see that he's not the most consistent on the ice. You know, Evgeny Kuznetsov, he's either going to be playing, like, a top-ten player in the league some nights, or some nights he's going to be, you know, completely absent, as if he wasn't even there. You know, so there's people with that 
And then just the drama surrounding him off the ice, people are starting to feel as if it's not worth having him because of these things and just all that is carried with that. But, you know, I, I don't know what's going on with it, you know, because they, they haven't said specifics about it and he's on COVID. So when do we think he's going to be back? Is he back for first round or, you know, what are we, what are we thinking about that? I think, I think he'll be back for first round of playoffs. Like I think we, we know we need him. He's still one of our better players on the team besides, I know he's been very inconsistent, but still. Your mic's a little scratchy for me. I don't know if it is for everyone else. Yeah, it's is a little it? bit scratchy. So I'm going to have to plug it a little bit. Yeah, just just say that again. I think you're good now, though. What's up? No. No, that's not good. Is it worse? No, okay, no, now, no, I, now no. I hear you. Now it sounded fine. All right, go ahead. Okay. All right. I said, I think I'm... Okay, as soon as you start talking, it has, it has issues. Fuck me. Just someone go. Um, okay, shit. Oh, what was I going to say? If you want to test it, go into user settings, uh, voice and video, yeah, and do yeah, let's yeah, check. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. Um, but I guess... For me, I'm pretty much over the Evgeny Kuznetsov experiment. Uh, if we have a good chance to move on, I think we should move on. EA is not too happy with what I'm we saying. We all know but what we want to move on for. We all know what, like, the, the, the main prize, the hopeful prize. We're not getting Jack Eichel that's for what, Kuznetsov. That would basically be the one thing that would convince me to go for it. Give him our first rounders for the next four years. I don't give a shit. Honestly, but we got, if we can get Jack Eichel, uh, then it's Jack Eichel. God damn it, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> well, I feel like that's a pipe dream. I feel like that's a pipe dream, if I'm being honest. I mean, uh, it's possible. It's... The Buffalo Sabres organization is a dumpster fire. Yeah, but they know what they have in Jack Eichel. That's the only thing. So. That, that's the Jack only I... player. Eichel's been wanting out, though. They yeah. they know they're they're going to get a top player for him. And if he wants out and they need a player, get it. That's off. We'll take Eichel. Fuck it. Yeah, you started cutting out my guy. Your mic is kind of. Yeah, you sound like a robot, but I think we got what you were saying. I think so it's, it's your internet. Um, but oh, yeah, oh. I'm ready to move on from him. If you want to leave him unprotected in the expansion draft, that's seven point eight million dollars. You don't have to pay next year. Uh, you have some centers. That sounds that like Ovechkin money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. you starting Look, to when talk a about? Thirty-five-year-old Russian is outperforming you production and like you know effort-wise, night-to-night basis, and he has no reason to anymore. You literally need to rethink what the fuck you're doing as a player, and that's the only reason that, like, I would want to keep Kuznetsov is if Ovechkin like really likes I, him I, and look, wants him around. That's the only reason I can think of. If we're of worried about Ovechkin like wanting people to stay, we should have been worried when Alex Semen was like fucking shipped off, because he and Alex Semen mm. were like best buddies. That's back when Ovechkin was under contract God, I miss Alex Semen. 13 years though, so, you know, it's God, a I miss Well, Simon. you know what? He basically has a life in D.C., and you know what? I don't think he exactly wants to uproot that because... No, I don't I don't he, either. I'm he, saying I, that's I the only logical... I saw somewhere someone said they, like, Calgary's gonna go on for Ovechkin. I'm like, why would they? he move to bumfuck Calgary? Like, what the fuck is in Calgary? Yeah, he said, he said in an interview once, he's like, I can't ever imagine seeing myself play anywhere else you know i've only played on the two teams what dynamo and the caps my True, whole life truthfully like, i, I, I don't think as long as he doesn't else. just like pull some like kovaltuck shit and goes to like another team i'll be fine yeah like but I, yeah i i think you know like as much as us caps fan want him to break the record i think he also wants to win the to beat the record to an extent you know obviously if you know if in a perfect world he could play till he's fucking 50 years old if he has to to get that record but, you know, the dude does have two kids now, and, you know, I'm sure he has a life outside of hockey, so, you know, if, if 
you know, I want him to live his life and be with his children. You know, that's important, obviously. But, you know, like I, I tweeted yesterday, I was like, you know, trade Ovechkin to the Oilers if you have to so he can play with McDavid and break the record. I mean, at this point, I don't care what team he gets the record on. You know, if it's somewhere else, I'd, I'm still going to be just as happy because, you know, he's going to be a capital for life regardless of if he somehow went somewhere, but he's probably not going to. But, hell, send in the fucking Edmonton so he can break the record. I don't care where he breaks it. But Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov. I love the guy as a player. You know, my Twitter name is 2018 Kuznetsov fan. I mean, that he's, like, been my favorite player on the Caps, you know, obviously outside of, like, Ovechkin and other people. But, you know, I've, I've loved Kuznetsov's game and just him as a player since he really started turning up when he had, like, over 80 points in a season and then, like, 30-something points in a playoff, playoff run. I mean, the dude has potential to be – one of the best players in the league if he just somehow could be consistent and give a shit in the other half of the time he's on the ice but that he he just has he has so much potential to be so good man like if if we had 2018 playoffs because nets of 100 percent of the time he'd be a top player in the league and would have so much value but like <clears throat> will said we are paying him over seven mil a year but i you know expansion draft you know if he if he gets taken if we somehow left him unprotected and he gets taken, I would be becoming a fan of a second team. But you know, obviously it'd be good to clear that cap space. But I feel like he does have value in which I'd rather if we had to get rid of him somehow, I'd rather trade him and make something off of it rather than just losing him to the expansion draft because you know Oshie's the other person that we've suspected could be left unprotected. Trading for Oshi, I don't think we'd get nearly as much value as if we traded Kuznetsov because of the age difference. But, hmm. you know, because no, one, no one's going to give us anything really worthwhile for TJ Oshi because he's, like, what, 35? Older. But, yeah, so... But Kuznetsov, we could trade him along with other other things for something good, hopefully. Where If we trade him, where would he go? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, he could be a good fit in a lot of places that need... I'm already, a, I'm already a big Kraken fan. Yeah, um, I mean, if if Kuzi or Oshi goes to the Kraken, and then there's a good chance they take Braden Holby from the Canucks because the fucking Vegas Knights are exempt from the expansion draft, which is absolute bullshit, but we've mentioned that before. You know, they would definitely be taking one of the Knights goalies, but, I mean, the Seattle Seattle might take Braden Holby. If they take Braden Holby and then get Oshi or Kuznetsov or someone else I like from the Caps, then I'm going to have to become a Kraken fan. It, it's inevitable. But, you know, if we trade Choosy, I don't know where it would be, too. You know, obviously, all four of us would love to have Jack Eichel, but I don't know if it's the most realistic thing just because the value of Eichel compared to Koozie is is very lopsided. But where he would go, I don't know. I think he could be a good fit in a lot of places that need a playmaking first or second center. I mean, even a team with a good first center, I mean – having Kuzia at your second center slot is good depth wise. So, I mean, you know, he, he could fit in a lot of places. It's just a matter of what we would be able to get for him, you know, and I'm sure, I mean, it's definitely possible that they try to shop him this summer, you know, just see what we can get and what's the most realistic, but obviously I don't want the guy to go. Cause I love the guy, but you know, for the team's sake, if there's, if there's something that would benefit us, then, you know, I wouldn't, you know, kill someone over it like joey relax what are your guys thoughts on koozie i personally think uh i 
thought after 2018 when they won the cup, he was just going to start becoming one of like the best players in the league. And Giannis is still – he played the first part of that season really well and was like like at a two-point-per-game <coughs> pace and then got injured. And I was like, well, there goes that. Um, yeah. Ever since then, we just never really found that like upper echelon of like players where he could he could be that level of player and he never really became that and that's what's frustrating me is that cause yeah. that's all bad. and he's getting old and now we're seeing twice the season yeah. is on the curb of this you know we're seeing all this bullshit going I hardly don't care about the fucking cocaine issue that's just stupid because everybody yeah. in the NHL does drugs. he was just having fun everybody in the NHL does drugs I don't give a fuck everybody does them so just having a good time. It doesn't really bother me or affect me. It's not really the big point of my decision. The point of my decision is is, is that this guy like has constantly been relied upon to be one of the top forwards for this team. Um, this is two times in a season with a pandemic he's been responsible for something bad happening, and like that's just not okay. Now, I don't think I just wish we knew more details on this recent stuff because the they one haven't thing said that's shit. Confusing, but also at least encouraging is that they're not saying a whole lot, which means either a they don't know. It's something really bad or something see, not as bad. Honestly, they would be doing way worse if it was something really bad. Because just throwing yeah. I think throwing them on the COVID list so they can't play and honestly their suspension and their punishment for him yeah. and Samsonov so that they just know they can't because they can't come back until at least the playoffs, I'm pretty sure, since they both went on it before that second New York game. Um so I think that they're just gonna be they're gonna be activated off of it and they're they're probably gonna like they're probably being like getting like coached and pra- they're practicing in their own spare time and stuff, and they're just getting ready to play again. Um, the COVID list is very confusing, like I said, because the rule, the rules are kind of stupid. Um, some of the rules are stupid, but some of the rules are just really weird. Um, but up until this point, I just I think that it's you know you you I would want to see him have a 2018 like postseason for me to, to convince me to protect him over Oshie at this point. Because before the season, I was yeah. like, you got to protect Kuznetsov. No fucking way you protect Oshie over him. Now it's like Oshie continues to play up to his contract and then some and is like yeah. one of our best players. And like Kuznetsov has been good at times, but he's become a legitimate like issue off the ice. He's not like a bad person. It doesn't seem like it. He just makes reckless decisions and it's costed him a couple times. And yeah. I'd rather that be the case than be like fucking Radulov where like everybody fucking hates him and doesn't want like it seems like he's a very likable guy and obviously I, I could attest to yeah. that he's a you know, he's a very likable person, he's a very amazing person. He definitely has done a lot around D C and for this team and stuff, and I'm not saying that any of that should be like completely ignored, but um yeah, you gotta think but, about value and consistency. But like, and stuff. you gotta think about on the ice. We're paying him a lot of money, and I'm not paying for a fucking charity person. I'm paying for a person to be my second line or first line center at nights, you know. And that consistency yeah. needs to happen. That he's been at that point at times, and I really do think that that's important. But I think he needs to showcase that. If he has an amazing postseason and we win the cup again, I'd be all for revisiting it and saying, okay, well now it's a diff- tough decision. But he's making this decision very easy to pick Oshie over him right now. Yeah. Jake, well. I agree. Is my mic still fucked? Start talking. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Just talk All through right, your phone. It. Just talk on Discord through your phone. Yeah, give me, yeah, give me a second. Hold on. All right, I'll give it to Dax. The next one point is expansion draft. Well, like, what about Will? Will, what do you feel about Koozie? 
No. I mean, I, I was kind of in the middle of it, and then I think someone else started talking. I, I was just saying, yeah, you, you, I'm over him. Uh, if you can trade oh, him, you trade him. If you can uh, expose him, expose him. He makes too much money to be doing what he does, and yeah. the this team has too many good players to be protecting Evgeny Kuznetsov at this point. If you were the Buffalo Sabres or whatever, yeah, you protect a guy like Kuznetsov. But in the position the Capitals are in, with like so many just good players, good forwards especially, like guys like Eller, yeah. even guys like Sherry, are Sherry next year than Evgeny Kuznetsov, like to be honest. Yeah, I know the talent level is yeah. different, but when you look at their contracts, you look at who actually tries every single night. Yeah, sure. It's more know. consistent than Yeah, Kuzi. like I'm, I'm, I'm well over Kuzi. So trade him, expose him, whatever you have to do to get him off this team. I, I'm I think honestly, like, I want him off this player. team. Yeah, I'm not going to go that far with it, but, you know, I feel like this, this playoffs, you know, how we perform in the team and how he does – in the playoffs, Jake is back, but fuck yeah, I think just fucking go. All right, so I think the playoffs is going to be a big determiner for what happens with Kuzi. Like said, like Joey said, you know, if we go on on a nice cup run, and maybe even win the Stanley Cup, and if Kuzi's a big part of that or performs well, then yeah, that's definitely going to, you know, be a factor in it in keeping him or not. And then, you know, God forbid if we get out in the first round and Kuzi plays like shit, then yeah, maybe it's time to to move forward with or past him and see what we can get out of it or expose him to keep other valuable assets to the to team. Be fair, you're at a but, point in this current like um in this current contention window with this current roster that uh, this is like something I think I like to say if you're at like comparables to like the ending of Detroit's major contending window when they were a cup contender cuz like Detroit had like what they went back to back and then they won again in 2003 2002 they won one of the, another time 2008 they won 2008. they won four, they won one in between the like back to back in 2008 they won one it was one of the early 2000s yeah, they won 2008 and then lost in 2009 exactly you're at that point you're at like that area where you're like heading towards your final few years where this core can really carry you um yeah. and if you've ever seen urinating trees video it's a I know his name isn't exactly pleasing, but his videos are amazing. He does a video on the Detroit Red Wings. And he does a video where he talks about what happened to this team. Because 24 years of making the playoffs in the NHL is is something you may never see again. Because the ebbs and flow. Of course, the one thing is there's more teams now. Um, but the other thing that is there is that they're, they're, they were able to constantly keep a central core while rotating a good group of role players over and over and over and over yeah. again. And whether it be great finds, good additions, trading back in drafts to get more value later on when there was this draft, we didn't know if anybody would trust. Eventually, though, they did something. You, you guys know the term jumping the shark, right? Yes. He called it jumping no. the shark. Yeah. And the move that happened, it was one move that tore the entire Red Wings franchise down was when Steve Eiserman was ready to be GM. They wanted him to be GM. He was already in the uh, the organization. He was like a scout. He was like a like a like a like a he was a guy who was like sort of on the on the on like the payroll for something. And uh, the owner, Illich, was like, I want Eiserman to be the, the GM. I feel like he's ready. He's ready to take that step. And he told Ken Holland, he's like, if you just take his position above, you'll still be pretty much involved, but you're gonna step away from day to day stuff. It's Eiserman's job now. 
Holland refused, and Eisenman left for Tampa Bay. And you see what Tampa Bay's turned into in like five or six years under Eisenman, and how like basically Detroit collapsed. Like the the closest they've been to the Cup final since the 2009 season was I think the 2013 series against the Blackhawks. That was the last time they made it anywhere deep. And then they made back-to-back seasons against... They made one season against the Bruins and lost. And they made the next back-to-back seasons against the Lightning, lost in a seven-game series, and then lost in five. And, like, that was basically, like, the showcase of you don't want to make that shitty decision that, like, you know, keep a Kuznetsov too long. Give him way too many chances. You don't want to, you know, or trade him for minimal value and then have him turn into a god somewhere else and those yeah. things turn into nothing. And you're out one of your most important players. Like, you have to make the right choice here. And, like, that's where, like, the whole, oh, Kuzi Frankel situation sounds like a pipe dream. But if that's the dr- you got to think of it like that. Like, you got to think you're trading for something that's going to give you that kind of value because if you want to prolong any sort of cup window <coughs> – this trade needs to be a trade where you're getting future people and people who are going to be on this team for the next yeah. five to ten years and making an impact six to seven down the line. It became very I agree. pivotable. Because yep. I All right. Let me. Love it. Sorry. Go ahead. All right, you go. Yeah, let Jake go. Let me go. I haven't really talked really at all today. Right, um, I, I, I think we should expose Kuznetsov to the expansion draft. I, I, that's how I feel about it, and it's because of the – it's mainly because of this year, but also he's been kind of inconsistent. I still think he's a great player. Like I still think he obviously has potential, but if it's going to be like this on our team for the next couple of seasons, or even if we keep him, uh, it's not going to look good. It's not. It's, not, it's going to bring a lot of the team down as well, I think, and instead of TJ Oshie going. Yeah. If we end up exposing TJ Oshie, I think I would rather keep Oshie considering that last last season, this season, year before, Oshie's been playing phenomenal live hockey, I think. Yeah. So, that's that's how I feel about it. And if you know, if we end up trading him, I I think I I don't like I think like you know fever dream, pipe dream, whatever. Going to Buffalo is is for Eichel. I mean, I still think that's a a possibility. I don't think it's too far away than I think it, than what we're actually thinking. I, I think it could it could could probably happen. That's just, yeah, how I so, feel. That's just how I feel about yeah. it. And no, I agree with you. So, I, like, and, yeah. at this point in time, sorry if I cut you off. But, no, you're good. You know, I agree with you. Like, at this point in time, TJ Oshie's been playing some damn good hockey, regardless of his age. And, you know, the way he's playing and has been looking, I, I could see him, you know, keeping up with that for a couple more years. Yeah. And at this yeah. point in time, you know, Kuzi, it start, it's starting to look like the Jacob Verona situation. You know, obviously different situations, but it's similar, like – Great player, loads of potential, but, you know, it might not necessarily be working out in our system. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like like Jacob Verona, you know, he's starting to thrive now in Detroit. Yeah, everyone's if, sad if we, about, if, like... we lo- if we lose Kuznetsov and he goes somewhere else where he fits in well and begins to thrive and starts looking like that player he we all know he can be, yeah, I'm going to be sad that he's not doing yeah. it here, but for him as a player and just in general as a fan – if he can go somewhere else and thrive and not be going through all the bullshit that's going on right now and be the player that we know he can be, I'm all for it. You know, obviously I'll be sad, but if he can go somewhere else and be the player and tap into the potential we know he can, then, you know, more power to him. And then I'd be okay with that. If you don't mind if I interrupt you for one second, I don't 
ever think that's going to happen. What more motivation do you need you will. as a Russian player playing next to the greatest Russian player and the greatest goal scorer of all time on a contending team? If that doesn't motivate you to play well and be a star, I don't know what will. I'm, I'm mean, so not, over Evgeny Kuznetsov. Yeah, I'm going to interrupt. I mean, it's, it might not necessarily be a matter of motivation. I mean, we all know that he loves Ovi and is friends with Ovi and is obviously playing with him and can appreciate who he is, but like Jacob Rana, that's like that's like you basically saying that Jacob Rana wasn't motivated to thrive here. I mean, no, the reason Jacob Rana wasn't successful is because he got like twelve out. minutes of ice time every night. Well, that's yeah, why Rana had mean, so many issues. Kuznetsov gets plenty yeah, of ice time. He gets Kuznetsov time on the power play. Kuznetsov time, has every single reason to succeed on this team. He plays next to Oveshkin and Wilson. I have my gripes about Wilson. He plays hard every night. Oveshkin plays hard every night. Kuznetsov, I don't know the exact stats, but I guarantee you he's getting 18 to 20 minutes of, um, of ice time every night. The reason Vrana wasn't successful is because of coaching. He wasn't deployed. I mean, not that Vrana was unsuccessful. I think he was pretty good here. But, um, like, compared to uh, Kuznetsov, Vrana wasn't given the same tools. He wasn't given um, as much ice time. He just wasn't given the same tools to be successful. Kuzi's been given everything you could ask for, and he hasn't been successful. I've had enough of him. Trade him. Send him wherever. I don't care if he goes to Buffalo. I won't feel bad. Um, All right, Will. Yeah, we're you're kicked off. I'm annoyed with him. I Good really lie. am annoyed with him because yeah, we're, you know we're how moving well from the podcast. I, I was willing to bet on him as a heart candidate in 2018. I just wasn't old enough. I was gonna put like if I had been You're not the uh, only person. I genuinely thought like he was. Yeah, for that. if I had been 18 I at the time, I would put money on Kuzi being a heart candidate. I don't think he was gonna win, but I would have been. I thought it was a good bet based on the odds, and he just. It, it just he just flopped. So yeah, it was the injury, I uh, it was I the would consistent play down the stretch, and then it was the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Well. I'm just I, yeah. Last yeah, year, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm agreeing on Will. And then like I am. Uh, anyways, well, fuck you I'm, guys. But I'm one of the biggest koozie slanderers uh, in the Cavs fandom, but I stand yeah, by. Yeah, so my I, I get what you're man. saying. He with keeps Jacob proving Brock. me right. That's the problem. He's been outperformed right, consistently wise by guys like Brett Connolly, Connor Sheary. And Anthony Mantha on our team. I think you have an issue. I like that Mantha point a lot, actually. When you think but. that three guys, two guys who are like definitely not as talented as Kuznetsov are outperforming you. And it's as Will said, uh, I don't know what needs to motivate you enough than playing with Alexander fucking Ovechkin. Like, if that can't motivate, like, what what else do I need to do? Promise him, like, sh like naked strippers in his hotel room every night or something? Like, what the fuck do I have to do? To motivate this man. Yeah, and uh, we're also acting like if he does go to another team, like there's not gonna stay friends. Like, like they'll still stay do friends, know that's but... what I was saying, right? I'm saying he might work out better somewhere else, and I'd be happy with that. You know that, right? I'm not saying it's a matter of motivation. I'm, you know, maybe no, I he am. isn't as uh, I know that, but you haven't let me talk. <laughs> you, maybe you maybe he's not. Maybe he's saying. not motivated. Yeah, he's been given the tools to succeed here. Yeah, he gets ice time, and yeah, he plays alongside two hard-working-ass players, but, I mean, we're not in the locker room. We're not on the ice with him. We're not in his head. We don't know what's going on in his life or in his head. Maybe, I mean, you, even if you're with paired with good people or given good opportunities, it doesn't necessarily mean things are going to work out in any given place. I mean, you could put Connor McDavid on a line with, a line with Nathan McKinnon and Mitch Marner, but it might not. It's going to work out, but it might not work out, and you can't tell why. I mean... I yeah, motivation could be an issue with it, but like, there's always a possibility, even if you're in a good situation, 
that you're in already, if you go somewhere else, there's always the possibility that it's going to work out. Like, you could put a line of Buchnevich and two AHL players. They might work out. You, 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 like, you can't tell. It's not like a set-in-stone thing what works and what doesn't work. You know, different players in different locations, different teams. I mean, Jacob Braun is playing better in Detroit because he's, I mean, he's along shitty people. He was definitely with better people here, but it's working out there because the opportunities are better. He's getting attention. He's getting ice time. I mean, you know, I love the guy, and he hasn't lived up to what we all thought he would be and what we hoped he would be. But, I mean, there's always the opportunity that people can work out in different places. So if he can go somewhere else and we can get something in return for it, I'm okay with it. You know, I, I, I understand what all what all you are saying that, you know, there's been a lot of negative things with having him here. So if he, if we, if he, fuck, if he can go somewhere else and we can get something out of it, I'm okay with it. I'm going to be sad, but I understand it and I'm okay with it. Yeah. If he ends up being good somewhere else, I'll be so angry. I'm not going to lie. I will be so mad. Good. Good. I, I, hope that I will, I will be fuming. I hope that happens. Um, just to fight you. I, I mean, I was, I was like, like with guys like Burakovsky, guys like, uh, like even Chandler Stevenson or, or, or Vrana. <laughs> I, I feel like the Caps are somewhat to blame for them not being more successful in other yeah. places. Um, and, you know, with, like, with like Burakovsky, like, it really, I don't know how much was his fault, but it felt like he, uh, we had just too much talent. He never had a chance to. Yeah. But, like, with Akuzi, it's like you've had your chances here. So if he's successful somewhere he's else, I six will fucking be years. pretty he's pissed. six fucking years. Yeah. He's had enough ch- time. Rana had I, I'm, one season i'm not even uh, kidding yeah, I'm over one it. I'm full over fucking it, season for jacob rana all right and he played incredibly yeah, well yeah we're just we're getting redundant let's just move right. on uh i'm not gonna but, talk about the expansion all right so um yeah expansion draft we'll i mean talk we've about that when we get to the expansion draft we'll talk about that because that'll yeah that'll be all right so yeah. playoffs days. coming up yo go cracking by the way yeah so so playoffs coming up goalie situation samsonov's Hasn't been playing. He was in the same punishment as Kuzi, so we don't really know what's going on with that. Vitek hasn't been playing bad. I, I've been okay with how Vitek's playing lately. Hey, so y'all remember last guys... week when I said uh, Craig Anderson should start like for the Leafs? Yeah, he started a game last night and shut down the Flyers for 28 saves and a one goal uh, win. Yeah. So uh, get fucked. Um, so I don't think we start. I don't think we start. So longer meme. Uh, we don't We're start starting Craig Anderson. Anderson. I'm on board. We're this not starting. I don't want to start Craig Anderson. I think yes, they start a good goaltender. Craig Anderson, just because you know he's been playing. All I year. think Vitek's gonna go game one because he's gonna be more ready for it. Because you're not throwing Samsonov game one back mm-hmm. against a fucking playoff yeah. team. That's a suicide mission. Yeah. I yeah. think we all know who game one starter is. It's Vitek Vanacek, and it's not it's because yeah. of, I don't yeah. know what which, the fuck happened. Which I think this changed from last week. When we said Samsonov yeah, start. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because, because yeah. this is the goddamn season from hell. I know this is awful. Um, I really, it does kind of feel like we're our our flame is going out at the, the Bruins, though, at the, the wrong time. I hope we. This beat isn't the, Bruins, the flame man. going out. This is the flame getting injured and crippled. This is not the same thing. You're. Yeah. Well, I'm not blaming anyone. But, oh, I mean, I'm blaming Kuznetsov and Samsonov, but um. Like it's just everything's collapsing. I will say, uh, and I hope, I, say I hope they you're can. You're missing your entire power play one unit at some point in the game, and you're wondering why you're not scoring goals. 
I think there's a pretty logical yeah. solution to why that's not happening. I will say, yeah, I'm it's, not it's, faulting this it's, team. It's a bit of yeah. concern down well, the stretch what's... when you play like this. I mean, they play well against New York and Pittsburgh. Who cares? Um, we don't have to see those fuckers in the second round. But like against well, Philadelphia, well, I could see them playing like sort of sluggish. And the first game was a little odd. Although I will say that was Brian Elliott deciding to put pay way above his or play way above his pay, pay grade. But the second game, seeing Lyon shut us out, I was like, well, we're missing, like, everybody that's worth something offensively. So I will say that that's, yeah. like... But I also want to think, like, how much of these injuries are actually serious. I will say that I'm going to go ahead and just go down the line. Ovechkin's going to be game one. He'll be back. Carlson will be game yeah, one. He'll be back. back. Backstrom will be What's with Backstrom? Backstrom, I just what, think what they do with Backstrom? it's literally like at this point they were like, we don't want to risk anything. Like they, they're being – Oshie's injury last night concerns me. I'm concerned about Oshie. I'm concerned about that because Nets on the Samsonov should be back game one or whenever Samsonov shoots to start again. Um, and then I don't think Samsonov should see the ice in the playoffs unless we're suffering. Well, well – um, Schultz came that? back, which is nice. <laughs> I guess okay. Again, I don't know the the like what no one really knows what what happened well, or what not he uh, saying what anything. He did. And the NHL hasn't come out and said exactly. anything, which means it's not super bad. Like, but it's also not super. I feel like he did something. I feel but... like this is legitimately like just precautionary. Like we're gonna put him on the COVID list just in case they'll be quarantined, and then we'll have this week to get him like practice back up for the playoffs because their season ends Tuesday. They'll probably play game one Saturday or Sunday. Either fucking way. Um, I don't think this is a super concerning thing. The only person I'd be like okay. mightily concerned about is Oshie, but they didn't come out and say he wasn't, anything was bad. I, I'm, I'm concerned about Oshie because I'm sure we did. We all watched the game last night. He wasn't putting pressure on happened. that left. He wasn't putting pressure on his left foot. Yeah, that was Wilson. That's that was why Wilson. I was concerned about it. No, it was Oshie when he Oshie was going to either. he was going to the um, bench. He wasn't he wasn't putting pressure on his left leg. Well, I mean, um, you know what? At this point, he's a tough guy, obviously, but like, we still and losing him, say. losing him in 2019 is the reason we lost that series. I think losing, Not to mention, among if other we lose, if we lose Oshie for the playoffs, our our power play goes to shit. He's leading our team in power play goals by a good bit, so that I mean, definitely we'll would hurt us. Like, back, with his, yeah, with with Oshie's season that he's having too, it's gonna be it's it's if if we lose Oshie, well, I mean, haven't just heard cup, anything but... today that's like made me like they would have said something right now if it was something serious like yeah. just get like an MR. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously, it might not be very serious, but still, it's, it's concerning. It's, it's, it's not the, like yeah, that's day, my but it's that's concerning. my most concerned one. Yeah, out of all. I, 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 them, I think worried. they'll be back game one. They'll be suited up. And yeah, me to too. I don't think yeah, anybody too. that's. I'm worried about. I, Okay, so here's my take on Samsonov that I was kind of trying to, to say earlier. Um, if it is what well, – I forget if it was Joey or Jake. So one of you said if it's just, like, precautionary, th th then, yeah. If, like, he was going out and just, like, he wasn't actually, like, skipping team stuff or whatever. Like, he just went out and – with vaccines where they are now, you can go out. Um that's a political debate and i don't want to start that but anyway if he didn't do something too serious whatever if he did like something that we should be more concerned about i don't know what that would be whether it'd be like drug related or just like not being responsible to team meetings i don't think you get suspended for missing like one team meeting like i feel like there's more to it there's yeah. I, you're right I think so to it. depending on what that is and i trust the team to make this decision if Samsonov doesn't see the ice during the playoffs, I won't question it. 
I still think he's our best goalie in terms of talent. I still think he gives us the best chance to win a cup. But if he's being an idiot, then then you've got to, you can't let that be your, your I'm goalie sure this one. is this so is. So I think you start Vanacek. Because the COVID list gives you a chance we'll to put see. them on. Yeah, like, we'll uh, see. Like we'll basically, see. it's like an IR. Like they can't come back till. Yeah. And it's like it's it's. I don't think they get paid unless it's like not their fault. But I don't know. So if you start Vanacek. Game one, I won't question I it. Vanacek horribly, and then you go to Craig, Craig Anderson. I still won't question it because there's something about Samsona that we don't know, and no matter what it is, I I will be trust. I'll trust the team to make the decision there. So I think, I, it, I think it depends on what exactly it is. So they, right, so, exactly. until we actually know what it is, the then we can't really comment. We can't we can't really make our like educated comments on it. The one we, thing like, that's assuring is that exactly if it was happened. super bad, like basically they wouldn't be playing the playoffs at all. The NHL, it would have been something the NHL would have talked about. I think that that's something. Not yeah. necessarily. I don't Not agree with you. Well, like, what like what would they have done? Like go like. There'd be a statement about it. I'm not gonna speculate. I don't want to like slander the guy's character. They would have. I, yeah. I think if they were out the rest of the playoffs, they would have said something by now. It would have been like, nope, they're not coming yeah. back. Yeah. They're not like we're. They're done for the season because of what they did. And I think that that's something that's encouraging that they haven't. I I think they want to keep teams guessing even if they are. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, misusing the COVID list is a little bit of a scummy thing to do because we're living in a pandemic. So, like, I'm not gonna lie. It's a kind of scum move, but. You know, <laughs> yeah, but we're in Washington D.C., baby. Yeah. We're the capital scum. Um, sure. All right, so first round, ninety-nine percent chance we're playing the Bruins. I think it's decided now. Um, let's let's just give our quick prediction. I mean, on the series. So who this, who I'm wins? Go ahead, just and, and how many games? We're gonna make a full playoff episode next week when the entire bracket is revealed. Yeah. So don't think that we're predicting the series like we're uh, yeah. outright. There's still a game against Boston we have. There's still possible. It's still possible the Islanders could just win. Yeah. And right. they could, the Boston Once could the official out. bracket gets released, yeah. Once the official bracket gets released, we're going to do a quick episode sometime next week. Just all four of us going through our brackets and making them on the podcast. And then on the Twitter, we'll post a picture yes, or something sir. of all four of us. And then you guys can comment and make one yourselves and send it and we can keep track of it all. But we're gonna the, we're gonna do a quick episode just doing that and giving gets, our analysis. We'll give you a shout out or something. Get a giveaway? Yeah, we're gonna I don't know when, but eventually maybe after this season or something, we're gonna we gonna make some t shirts and flags and hats. If you get the best bracket, you get that from your I have another one, so sure. They have a cracker barrel by my school. I go like every week. But yeah, no. I, I, this, that's hog. another little random, little random tangent. Maybe I, I feel like if if they were cheap enough, people would be interested. But maybe at the end of the season or something, we can go on like custom ink and make some some t-shirts and hats and like flags or some shit. <laughs> once we, once we get a logo, once, yeah. once we have a logo, we can make some t-shirts. Followers. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah, you know, huh? have sixty followers. That'd be nice. Dude, how many do we have? Like I don't know. Whatever. The they point is, fuck, we have our loyal fit. We have our loyal yeah, fan base of slowly growing of fifty six followers, and we love all of you. Empire. Thank you for your continued support and comments and questions. We love all of you. Who cares about quantity? Quality over quantity, baby. We love all, all right, of man. you. So Bruin, we're gonna make Bruin some series. Bruin series. Yeah, Bruin series. We win uh, in six. And we win in six. Seven. I don't think it's gonna go to seven. I think I we don't win want in, it. I think we win in six, five or six. My way of my my way of saying seven is saying I don't know I who wins. So uh, I think we're the better Boston. overall team. I think the Bruins goaltending gives them a chance. And now we have to. They just gotta stop Halak all game. You're fucked. <laughs> Every game. I think I fucked. think we win the series. I think it's gonna be a like 
like Will said before, I think it's going to be a brawl of a series just because when these two teams play each other, yeah. people are just very aggressive. People are going to die. You know. It's going to be a good series. I, I You know, know obviously, but... pray to God no one gets injured on either side. You know, wish for health for everybody. I'm not a scumbag, but it's definitely <laughs> going to be an aggressive and physical series every single at, game. At, at Penguins Twitter, go fuck yourself, Penguins Twitter. Anyway, yeah, so anyways... <laughs> It's going to be a physical and aggressive series on both sides. That's how it is anytime these teams play each other. Like Will and Joey have argued about before, you know, they their first line is definitely miles ahead of ours, but our second line, I think, is definitely stronger than theirs, and then we have a pretty good depth in our forward core, so, you know, that's definitely going to come into play. Yes, but sir. how well how well their first line plays, I think, is what's going to determine the series. How well their first line plays how well our first line plays with people injured man the back Bruins first line and decided our goaltending situation i think i think seen. how the first lines play is going to decide the series and our biggest problem is going to be goaltending I yep. think. yeah i mean that's going to be the whole playoffs if you look at like the teams we are fairly well equipped in every other We're aspect ready i argued with joey fuckers. i argued with joey about the top 6 i think the bruins have the stronger top He's 6 wrong. but it is it's slight it's slight even if even if you think that it's slight, no matter what way you think it's slight, right? Yeah, pretty much. So we're we're fairly well matched up in the top six. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's not terrible. Um, where defensively, uh, I I like our defense core better. Uh, I think the Bruins have some good defensemen. Charlie McAvoy is the best defenseman is, is on Brandon the ice. Uh, Carlo back? Series? That's the big thing for me because Carlo's like the number three, and he's not the best. It's, it's, it's but I even if he is, it's I like what's our it called? It's better. McAvoy, Miller, and then Grizzlick's on the second pairing with Carlo, and then it's like Lazan, Chinorty, and like like a group of those like basically all those fucking AHL rejects. Yeah, so basically, I like our defense better. I like our bottom six a lot better. Look, look, I like the group their of them got like literally a lot, destroyed a lot better. I think they have two goalies right now who are better than anyone we have. Oh, so no. I'm scared. Halak, Halak, Kobe, you gotta take that back. <laughs> I'm not talking about Halak. No, oh, don't fucking Rath- say Swayman. Oh my god. Have you seen how well he's been oh playing? My god, he's playing Swag- Swagman's an animal, dude. I love yeah. Swagman. You watch like, Swagman. Oh. He's played like six I, I would games, take Swagman. Bro. No, he's played more than six. I don't think, I think he's played okay, more than six. Still, yeah. He's literally number one in the NHL and GAA, okay, he's, which he's I know not, is not the not, best that's, that's not. He shouldn't be eligible for that. He's also number one in safe He shouldn't percentage. be eligible like, for a, either of those things. He hasn't played nearly half the how season. How many games has he played? He's not eligible for either know. of those. Another, th- another thing that I was I was looking at on an advanced stat chart um the other day that we actually do well in as a team, it's like goals – like average per 60 verse like compared as like a chart with like how many chances you have so it's like top right it's like a lot of chances a lot of goals bottom right a lot of goals not many chances and then other side it's a lot of chances but no goals and no chances no goals we're we're pretty about we're very above average in like goals for how many we have versus like compared with how many chances we get we're we're like a we're a fish. We're like average chances per game, like compared to other teams. We have an average chances per games, but somehow this shitty ass team has converted on a good percentage of their chances versus how many goals they have for sixty. I mean, so, our offense is sick. I'm not worried about our offense. offense. Yeah, but I, I say I say we take the Bruins in in six. I think I agree with Jake. Um. 
Then second round, so Penguins are playing the Islanders the in the first round. I think yet. the Penguins are gonna fuck the Islanders okay, we're just, we're personally. Just uh, can I say? I didn't get to talk about. This yeah, yeah, go ahead, Joey. Sorry. Um. Yeah, fuck the Bruins. Um. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Look, nice, nice, I, nice input. Nice input. <laughs> I, I, I was for the past two weeks. I was like, you know what? I just want to see Bruins versus Capitals, just to see Bruins Twitter get upset about everything. Now that we're getting to that point, it's well, like, okay. We're, any team we play in the East, our Twitter's going to go exactly. crazy. So. I just want to see every Twitter burn. Um, yeah, so... I, I No, no. Yeah, you know we, what I want? I want to eliminate the fucking Islanders. I want to send their fan base to go home cry. I want them crying because they have to go to a new stadium. Cause isn't they lost that, that, that's what we... Any team we play, we want their Twitter to go home nah. crying. That's yeah, what everybody Everyone else in the Twitter. East Division is a bunch of fucks. I have yeah. respect for some Twitters, except for Islanders Twitter. Imagine if yeah. go- imagine Golden Knights Twitter when they get eliminated. They're gonna, They're gonna get eliminated. Oh just... no, I watched the series. Sorry, I'm gonna eat Sad kid kid. Um, It's just a deleted Noah tweet the, for all the their goddamn Twitter accounts. Like, uh, Bruins fans are gonna be like, "There's not. They're miles better. Our defense is just is so much better. I don't. I don't fucking care." McAvoy can be better than Carlson. You can say that all you want. Like, your next five defensemen are worse than our next five. Brandon Dillon's yeah. better than one of your defensemen. That's just a bad take. That's just. I love how you say Brandon fuck Dillon. Off. Um, <laughs> he gets to get called properly when he doesn't have a shitty game. Um, Remember when you couldn't say um, Laughlin? Well, I don't fuck. He just still can't fucking say it. The point is, <laughs> he was like Craig Loafin. Craig Loafin. Is their defense is yeah, just, so it, you're you're gonna see Tuka Rask get pelted all series, and um, mm. I think Rask is a very good goaltender. I think Rask is a top five goaltender in the league, and no one seems to remember that. No one seems to want to acknowledge that he's a top five goaltender in the league, and he still is. And like, um, people just kind of forgotten that. But he's also like top five in shot space whenever he's on the ice, and. Yeah. Like in the playoffs, when you can put that many pucks on net, unless you're the Penguins or you're incredibly lucky, which Boston is not one of those things. They're not the Penguins. Um, it's going to be a problem because if your defense allows a lot of shots, like the Bruins defense does do, a team like the Capitals, who specializes in just, oh, let's see, we got a guy named Alex Ovechkin. What can he do? Put a shot literally anywhere on the net he wants to with no regard to human life. Like, you're going to see a couple of those go through. Um, also, the human uh, devil known as Tom Wilson, who hurt Brady, Brandon Carlo. Is it Brady Carlo, Brandon Carlo, whatever his name is? I hope he's okay, by the way. I Not like you give a shit. I do give a shit. He's a good guy. Um, he didn't deserve to get hurt. Um, I don't give a shit about Matt Griffith. Um, but the point is, is that's really the key. Because the Capitals' offense is also, overall, better. I don't think, I don't think it's slim. I think it's... A, decent little bit because of the depth um i don't want to say anybody's names in particular to just turn them into gods because i said i said that fucking goudreau pussy from pittsburgh one night when we were talking during a game and he ended up scoring the game-winning goal so i'm not doing that anymore Uh, (laughs) i I will say nice things i think the hall trade was good it's worked for them it's helped their depth a lot and that's done a lot of good things i'm interested to see taylor hall in the playoffs what that will bring um, but it's once again going to come down to, as we've all said, and as pretty much everybody in the world knows, the Bruins are a, are mostly most of the time a one trick pony. Um, that that top line has more or less done all the damage sometimes, 
and the depth is going to need to come out and play out. And if you look at the Capitals' depth, the Capitals' depth has been the reason we're this good this year. Like, you can't say otherwise. Like, the Stars have been injured, the Stars have been hurt, and the Capitals' depth. Connor Sheary, Daniel Sprong turning into reliable sco- goal scorers. Justin Schultz revitalizing his career as one of the best, most underrated defensemen in the league again. Having a great season, by the way. Very high value, very... Uh, very, very good stuff. Dmitry Orlov continuing to be a great goal scorer and somehow turn into uh, defenseman of Um You've got guys like Lars Eller who have been injured all year but still point up points consistently. Anthony Mantha, I think, is doing good. I think he's getting great chances and he's doing what he's been asked to and he's been putting pucks on net and using that humongous, like, you know, like statue frame to create chances for Oshie and Backstrom to work around the wing. Backstrom, by the way, is top 20 in the NHL in points and, like, nobody wants to talk about him. Thanks, guys. You guys, every single fan of the NHL sucks because Backstrom still is underrated. Um, and then, of course, you've got... Always. And then, of course, like I said, on top of all of that, you have Ovechkin Carlson, like two main front pieces of the puzzle. Um, if I've named all those names, and when you get to the Bruins, you think, well, McAvoy on defense. And then you think on offense, Marshan, Pasternak, uh, Bergeron. And then you now you think Hall, Krejci, and Craig Smith? Yes, but like once you get past those names, you, you don't see depth options. You could point out and be like, look, they're having an off night. Can you make this happen? I think Richie's been kind of there sometimes. I don't know what else is there, but it's just I, I truthfully believe the Capitals are going to fucking win this series. Like I, if 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 we lose to the Bruins, um, I'm going to make the Boston Tea Party look like a little uh, uh, kitty tea party. That's all I'm going to say. Nice. Yeah, I I take Joey, I Joey back take, again with another threat. Not threat. It's not yeah. threat. What was so, I threatening? I think we all agree that we should win this series, and I think oh, it's oh, and, uh, and, uh, and s- gonna go seven. Gonna seven. Go seven. Uh, me and Jake say we take it in six. Joey says we take it in seven. Will says he doesn't know, but it's gonna go to. Seven. I said I said if I had to guess seven, but I. You didn't I don't say know, who this... though. I did say caps. If I had to bet money, I would. Bet okay, on okay, caps. okay. I have a I have a second question before we move on. If it goes, if it gave seven goes to overtime because I want to do this. Who scores for the cap? Who, who scores it? it for the Capitals? Brendan Dillon takes a blue line shot. <laughs> Brendan, <laughs> Nick, Simmons, Jensen, baby. Nick Jensen skates in against Yay. the entire Yay. defense and makes Tuukka Rask look like. Uh, Carter Jacob Rana yeah, activates Brendan his Steve Austin, Colt Stokel, Steve Austin powers. <laughs> All you hear is the glass breaking. JR save for the box. Oh my God. It's Jacob Rana. Brad, right, Brad so. Marchand goes off for a weak line change in Jensen. No, yeah, that's what I was, I was going to say about Marchand. I feel like Marchand's going to be the difference maker and determine how the series goes. If he's if he's on, there's a, there's a chance we lose it. But if he's not performing night in and night out, then – we definitely take it, but the their rat. first line, especially Marshan, is going to be a difference maker. I mean, anybody that scores shorthanded goals on us is going to be a problem yeah. for us because we suck. Oh, but I say we yeah. take it in six or seven. Otherwise, East Division, Pens are playing the Islanders first round. I hope. I say the Pens I hope take they all get stuck on Long also. Island. I hope the Island falls into the sea. I hope both franchises collapse and. We get a free second round bye. Thank you. Good night. I think we should wait. I think you should wait to talk about these other series. Yes. Well, no, we're just yeah. talking about. I just made my prediction right there. I hope the, I, I hope they all get stuck on Long saying. Island and the this, the island falls into the sea. Who, you know, if we beat the Bruins, we're gonna play the winner of Pens versus Islanders. I think the Pens 
win that, then if we play the Penguins, I don't know who win, who wins that series. Nah, I, I think wanna... it could go either we're, way. We're losing to the Penguins. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we definitely could. I think we definitely could win, lose to the Penguins. Like but honestly, we'll, we'll wait for that like, for when like, we get well, there. Someone said last week we could beat any team in four games. We could lose any team in four games. Like it's 100%. truthfully what it is, but I think if we go to a Penguins second round matchup, like it's gonna be a seven game series, and the Penguins, yeah. the Penguins might win. All right. So someone asked this. We kind of discussed it on another episode. We'll just say one one team each. Who's an underdog and why? Hey, didn't we already talk about this? Uh, we I did, but this. people want to know it again, I guess. But right. underdog, I will say yeah, the Winnipeg Jets because of their depth and all-around ability. Uh, Hellebuck, when he's performing, is the second-best goalie in the league, in my opinion, behind Vezina Vasilevsky. But if the... If the Jets are performing, I think they could definitely be a sleeper yeah. and could do something. But I don't know. I, I don't see anybody in the North winning at all. But I think I they could be a sleeper. I still say the Wild. That's I was said I'm that. I'm on Jake's before. train. The Wild are straight up turning. Yeah, I, say, I know wild, you were a big fan. I think the Wild are the Wild are too good to be a sleeper. I say Edmonton. You got the two best players in the. Everybody's talking about the Avalanche and the Knights, but nobody seems to want to talk about Krill. The Oilers aren't a sleeper if you have to. We are we are a week away from seeing Krill piss off playoff hockey, my man. I am ready to see this kid tear. Me, 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 and Joey are big Kaprizov guys. We got it. We got to We gotta see this happen. I like Kevin Fiala a lot, so I like Fiala's good too. Yeah. Fiala's like he's always fun. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that trade like, the Predators made shit. is really looking real nice for Kevin Fiala to become a top six forward. How did they even get Mikhail for him? <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Panera Bread. This broccoli cheddar soup I'm Not eating right now is Panera, very don't good. Listen to this false fact. <laughs> Panarin bread. Pan- oh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Jake just threw his mic on the ground. All right, so otherwise, otherwise in the league. John Tortorella. Finally! The Good God! <laughs> Jesus! What? I wanted to see them they continue to fail, because that's a free team that's coming all back to our division. He's a cancerous head coach and has not been good since the early 2000s. Yeah, I don't think he's a good head coach. He is he's so toast. bad. <laughs> Look, Can we yeah. just all say Tort's bad, good for Columbus, and move on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I were to pick one team yeah, he ends so... up going to, who is stupid enough to bring him in, it's going to be Ottawa. It's going to be Ottawa. I'm going to be honest. Who just ruined Stutzley? Who just else Stutzley. let go of their coach? Phoenix, right? Phoenix no, because Phoenix good. already has it's enough PR issues. Reason. They don't need to bring a fucking bully of a head coach in. Exactly. That's But they're the team to do it because they... They're gonna be like, we're gonna be shit. progressive and fire a new head coach. Oh, we're gonna bring. Dude, Tom they have, they have no, they have hot dog I'm salesmen. Telling you this, I'm telling fucking, you this. What's his name on his team? On I'm telling team. you this right now. Gerard Gallant is still a fucking free agent, and if Philly decides to fire AV and God gets Gerard Gallant, the Flyers are taking everything next year. You think they'll hire Tortorella? No, the Flyers are not that stupid. Oh. They, they literally just went to this retread bullshit. Um. Good riddance, though. I hope he retires and just never completes a job in the league again. He's done. I don't. I don't know how the fuck he has a Stanley Cup championship. Terrible coach. He got carried by Vincent LeCavalier and Marty St. Louis, so I don't really care. Yeah. Um. Glad they got the cup. He swept the Lightning in four in the first round. That's always good for. Yep. It's always good. Always good to see John Tortorella right. succeed. So, no, this this question was sent in by our our very own Jake Wayman. Um. He wants to know when the. The PHP street hockey team is starting up. <laughs> um, okay. I'm down for it whenever. Uh, I'll do it whenever this summer. Wait, I'm pretty so how, nasty how, on wait, street how hockey. Tall are y'all? 
Six foot exactly. So I don't have to be the fucking goaltender. I'll tell you. Six foot. I'm five. Okay. Nine. You put it under yourself. You tweeted literally. I'm, I'm today. five seven. I'm not being the goalie. Yeah, you don't need nine. to be tall to be a goalie in hockey. You just you need, need to be, to be big. big. You gotta be able to cover the yeah. net. I, I mean, weigh all of us are skinny. All of us are skinny. Oh, I weigh one ninety five. Well, I guess I'm getting that. I mean, I weigh the most out of all of us. I think. How much you weigh? Two hundred five. Uh, yeah. Uh, Never mind. Get in there. I'd be in the gym, boy. All right, you're goalie. <laughs> Hell no, boy. What you mean? I you've played chill with me. You know how I play. I'm not. That doesn't correlate. Yo, I'm a god in 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 uh, Madden, but if I step foot on a football field, I will get cleated and get and killed like in a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can skate perfectly in shell, but when I hit the ice, ice skates, nah. Oh, uh, dude, I can't skate for shit. That's why we're playing in running shoes. That's. I want. I want to go on the ice. I'm down. For I mean, running. I'm down for a little. little You're technically the only ring. person I, with I experience in a sport as a goaltender. I've tweeted. Play, I've tweeted videos of myself. Uh, you know, playing sticking ball. Team, you're trying to tell us you don't want to play in like in that. Why would I, how how does that correlate it at does, all? Think about it. <laughs> the point is, your goaltender. I'm on a nationally ranked lacrosse team for shooting the ball. I'm not not playing goalie. <laughs> <laughs> That's about my point exactly. Whatever. I think I should be forward. I am. All right. Well, we all know I'm a lock for forward. I play left wing. Let's do it. But I mean, surely I have to be a forward because any other position, I just get beat up by tall people. I guess I'll be defenseman <laughs> because you're gonna yeah. get beat up around the ice regardless. <laughs> I'll just be faster. That's my plan. I'll just be. Jake's I'm a solid. D Jake's gonna be our D man. I'm the third star. <laughs> he plays baseball, so he has to be the position that doesn't move a lot. <laughs> that was a good joke. I Damn. like that. Play Unlucky, really. Alright, so I'm not after Hey yo, flame lacrosse. Oh, Say lacrosse sure is athletic. not a real sport. <laughs> huh? Say lacrosse what? is not a real sport, Jake. Go no, after. I can't. I, do I don't think I, I mean I anybody that says lacrosse isn't a real sport nowadays is just trolling it's like sport yeah. for sport for rich people so that they can all watch their kids do something. It's a sport, it's just I would never voluntarily like be like, Yeah, I wanna play lacrosse. I played lacrosse for I mean, have you ever watched a lacrosse game? Yeah. Dude. Oh my thing. I'm not gonna lie, the NCAA lacrosse team. I mean, I, I like you. soccer and so like, you'd rather watch a soccer game than a lacrosse yes. game. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, then your opinion is invalid to me. I, I mean, well, lacrosse, I mean, most I mean, of the world would. So yeah, I know that, but lacrosse, I mean, the entire game is action for sixty minutes. In a sure, soccer like, game, there's like, like three shitty, minutes worth of actually inside, uh, exciting shit. Shitty North American And that's coming from someone who's played soccer since they were five. Form any lacrosse. Lacrosse is just more entertaining. Lacrosse is not more entertaining. It's a bunch of grown men holding sticks and throwing balls. You've definitely See, I don't never watched too, the game. I don't if you've be never watched the game, just say that. I mean, I if like you've it. never watched lacrosse, just say that. I've played and I've watched, watched lacrosse. It. It is not I don't think At least, Joey. Have you watched a good lacrosse team? Good lacrosse team, man. What the fuck does that mean? Have you watched, like, an actual college team yeah, player, like, PLL it's or something? All, it's alright. It's just, like... Something I mean, it's pretty similar to hockey if you really think about it. Yeah, but on hockey, no. it's like fat. you can go hockey behind the net and the faster. same. It's the same exact goal. Hockey is, hockey is much score. faster and much harder to play. I wouldn't say it's, it's faster. Smaller. I'd say it's, I'd say it's harder. I, me at me at some lacrosse is the fastest sport on two feet. Bitch, they're on two skates. And that's much faster. The ball, I'm. I, me, as someone who doesn't play hockey, I can acknowledge I feel like hockey is the hardest sport to play for someone who doesn't play the sport just because of skating and whatnot. 
somebody but, said the hardest. I mean, sport, lacrosse is definitely a fast ass uh, fucking sport. If you actually play baseball, it. and I'm like, listen, play it. unless you're a starting pitcher, huh? you need to shut the fuck up. It's not hard to play. Really? Baseball, I mean, baseball fielding, is really I mean, hitting and baseball is hard hitting as fuck. Baseball, hitting a baseball is the hardest single thing. It's one of the hardest things to do in sports. Hitting a baseball, yeah. like scientifically and shit. Hitting a baseball and just someone who can't do it for shit. Hitting in baseball is really fucking hard. I mean, I was a mean third baseman back in the day. So, I mean, nice, me and nice. myself, I, I feel I like fielding in baseball isn't that hard. It's kind of just Most the same thing over and over again if you know how to do it. But I, hitting, I, hitting is hard as fuck. I, 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 used to be able to, I used to be able to get, go, get be good at getting on I base. I feel like, and, like the outfielders school, but... get lucky because a lot of times... Yeah, that doesn't count. Outfielders, like, the most All right, well, I don't know. I didn't play baseball in high school. Joey, I can't hear Joey. Joey, what do you say? I think outfielders are, like, the... Like, not easy, but, like, they just have, like, the most, like, relaxing. Outfield is cake. It's relaxing. Yeah. Outfield playing in the infield, it's like... I play third, so... Third and yeah. short are hard. Third and short, I have respect. Third, third, especially, fuck, dude, you play and you get a line drive up your fucking face. It sucks. <laughs> but I, I feel like, like being a pitcher, thing, getting like, a line drive back, you must be terrifying. That's oh, dude, that's terrifying. You're awful. like, you're like, you shit your pants, and then like, if it doesn't hit you, you're just like, you just I, have I've a minor heart attack. Like, I've never, I've gotten line drives that like hit past me when I, I like pitch, but never like hit me. I've gotten yeah, a ground, I've gotten a ground ball to the. What I've done, what's it called? I've done like like we did school baseball and school ball, uh, fucking softball. Like I never, I always said like you can fail me when we have to pitch. I'm not pitching, like I don't care. I'm not <laughs> dying. I, I like pitched, I, I pitched underhand in middle school softball once. I was pretty pretty decent. I never did that. I was always the power hitter because no one else played. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've never been a huge baseball I, uh, guy. I just played in like elementary school. Nah, but I was but always I, the I, I, I was like ready to get that shit. I'm not the best pitcher on our team. I still like pitching, but I'm just not the best, so I don't do it yeah. often. I still do it, but <laughs> all right. I can, Joey, I can you haven't all, all, Joey, all you haven't yes. hated on a country yet today, so I'm gonna do it today. No, you're not. No, yeah? no, no, you're not. All right. You're well, not. I want to throw a little hate quick. All right. So, Montreal Canadiens and Toronto Maple Leafs fans, I'm talking to fucking you today. Uh, Canada, all your cups are invalid as fuck. Canada. Win a cup on a in a league with more than six teams, please. Win a cup in a league where the goalies aren't standing, please. All your cups are bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Pretty sure the um, Leafs haven't won a cup. Maple Leafs, you have some of the best forwards in the so world. Pretty sure You're not doing don't. shit this year. Um, Canadians, I want you to beat the Leafs. You know, there there's no hate there. I want you to beat the Leafs, but you're not going to. So, yeah. <laughs> was, didn't we already do Canada? I yeah, did, he did, but he wanted to talk about individual places. Let me see. What country is going to get it today? All right, so while Joey thinks of a country to hate on today. Um, uh, this, this podcast is rated one star by Yugoslavians, by the way. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, pick a real country today. <laughs> so funny. All right, yeah, so so uh, this is a quick like thing Wakanda. we wanted to, we wanted to bring up. Uh, so people have mentioned to us that it might be a good idea to live stream our voices during the Caps playoff games or something. We're looking into possibly doing that if people would want to listen in on us just while we're doing that. And uh, people have asked about us possibly getting face cams since it's hard to tell who's talking, you know, our voices being similar. So we're we're looking into possibly doing oh. that somehow. But, Hold on, I'm ugly. I never agreed to this. Dude, well, you literally look you like were, an average you were the guy. First one um, to hit the face that's cam. more hurtful, to be honest. Plus, you're like 22 years old. I mean, if you're still, if you're still worried 22. about people... Yeah, aren't Damn, you? I just grew two years. That's crazy. Okay, you're 20. All right, you're grow. you're a grown ass adult. Stop worrying about if you look good or not. It's a podcast. No one gives a shit. They're here for hockey, not how we look. Um, yeah. So we're looking into that, but uh, otherwise, 
me, Jake, and Joey dabble in the field of Chell sometimes. And uh, I'm a sick third star defenseman. Just saying. Jake, Jake is a designated getting third star because me and Joe play forward. And when Joey's not the there, I'm sick at forward Joey, hitting it. In Jake's the goal a his Jake's chest. a hell of a forward. No, I'm kidding. But no, yeah. So we're we're half decent. <laughs> uh, we got a we got You're a little club. <laughs> we got a club that we play in sometimes. So uh, you know, if any of you'd be interested in watching us play Chell. You know, I, I have a Twitch. I don't really use it. Joey has a Twitch, too. So yes, if sir. you'd Yo, ever no, be interested I'm in watching us play Chell, Twitch. Twitch we're not going to plug your Twitch. Up, it's my goddamn recording. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Bwoods305. I need to get to 50 followers. I need to start making money on that shit. So if it's not that, <laughs> please. <laughs> Can we focus on getting followers for the podcast, bro? Shut up. Um. Anyway, so yeah, we play Chell sometimes. So if anybody would be interested in watching that, we could start doing that if you'd like. But that's pretty much all we got for today. If any of you guys want to oh, discuss something quick. Um, no, that's all I have. All right, let me see. Uh, no. Okay. Let's keep the country hate a, less, oh. a little less graphic this time. There was nothing graphic about it last time. I just said all the countries in Yugoslavia could go fuck themselves. Like, is that so Anyways. graphic? Okay, I'm sorry. Y'all can do something about it. Declare uh, war. We quite literally can't. Pull up. Um, <laughs> we uh, geographically cannot do something about that. Yo, okay. I certainly can. Um, I you know I what? Can't I'm bored. Uh, let's go. We're gonna go with our boys in Italy today. Oh uh, no 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 no! Absolutely not. Italian food is way too good to be slandering Italy. Pick somewhere Greece else. I had Italian food Greece, last night. Listen fucking... up, Greek food is yes, awesome. roaster GDP. Didn't they just have Greek huh? Easter like last week? Yeah, Orthodox Easter was last week. <laughs> In your country made democracy. Be careful. It was a mistake. Your your oh boy. country <laughs> making democracy was a mistake. Your country is a mistake. I'm kidding. But seriously, Athens is the home of shut democracy. Shut the fuck up! I don't care. Uh, Norse mythology is better than yours. Mm. You know it. It's more popular. All the DC movies what? are shit. Um, Thor is more popular than any of your movies. Um, what else is there? God of War is pretty cool, but it's already better. I don't know. Than Norse mythology. I... Disney's Hercules is pretty lit, if you ask me. <laughs> What's the movie with Kronk? Emperor's New Groove, that's the show. Like, that's yeah. Like Hell yeah. Thing. Yeah, so my motivational quote for the day oh. to end this out. Alright, we're going to go to uh, the beloved and past Kobe Bean Bryant. Rest in peace. We love you, Kobe. Um, the motivation Kobe to all. Bryant. Alright, you don't get to say the motivational quote anymore. What is it? You don't like Kobe Bryant? You said Kobe B. Bryant. That's disrespectful. Kobe Bean Bryant, you idiot. That was his nickname. Kobe's nickname was Bean because it was okay, Edge. Just, just, just say it. And then... Not beef. Anyways, so Kobe Bryant, the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. Don't just focus on yourselves, people. Think about others around you. Try to inspire them. Think to about be great me when you're following twitch.tv slash oh, yeah. 305 Fuck you, Penguins and Islanders Twitter. Fuck you, Rangers Twitter. Eat no, shit. Rangers is okay. They're Rangers they, is okay. Everybody Twitter. else can No, they burn. didn't. No, they didn't. Oh, their their Twitter. Caps. I mean, Rangers fans. Caps Twitter. Yes. Yeah, Rangers fans. Rangers fans. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about Fuck fans. Caps Twitter. Good night.
Fucking oh, I, I have someone I want to hate on also. You shit. <laughs> so, all right. Jesus. So, here, here we go. Here we go. I'm, I'm feeling. I don't rant a lot. I got to rant sometimes. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so, so um, I don't know who the fuck the guy is. It's some uh, some fucking random guy. He's a Seahawks fan apparently, but he and he's verified. I don't know who the fuck he is. His name is Georges Larock, and uh, he said. Fuck? Hey, New York Rangers, give me one game contract for tonight's game, and I'll take care of Tom Wilson, LOL. First off, fuck you. Um, don't ever wish injury upon other people, regardless of what they've done. Then uh, some washed-up motherfucker who played for the the Devils and the Blues. I had never fucking heard of him. He probably some shit. But uh, his name, he, he has a podcast, too, but whatever. Ours is he, better. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, our ca- our podcast better. is better than yours. What's our podcast too? beef? Fuck your podcast. But um, buddy. yeah. So, anyways, so he responded. He he used to play in the NHL. He said, "I'll take Backstrom." He <laughs> played for the Blues. His name's Cam Jansen. Oh no, looks like a like a not the greatest guy. Cause he's a, he. There was another post that I had seen where he he was saying some misogynistic right, get, and sexist ass shit. Up. Give me a second, real quick. Don't end this it's podcast. All those, like, it's all yeah, those, so, like, ex-players. So the guy, the guy Cam Jansen, he, he said, I'll take Backstrom. So I messaged him, quoting that tweet, and said, piece of shit. And he said, it's a joke, dude. Uh, I don't think it's a joke threatening to injure such a innocent and kind person, regardless. Any person, regardless. Also, but, like, you're, you're, right, you're literally yeah, baiting yeah, Backstrom out to say, long. like, to literally let out his murderous inside. Like, you're smart. Backstrom has three times more points this season than Cam Jansen does in his career. So, so I looked up Cam Jansen's stats. Fuck him. 336 yeah, career uh, games played. He has six goals, eight assists, 14 points. He has a uh, minus 1.4 plus, or minus 26 plus minus, sorry. Yeah, you seem um, like you were a stud, buddy. Yeah, you seemed like you were really cool. Um... I didn't so. play in the NHL. Oh, I'm not gonna fuck shit. Right. I don't care. Oh, I still have a harder slap shot than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah.